Greetings, from a somewhat chilly Barcelona. You're listening to the 48th episode of the Barcelona Virtual Podcast, on European Marketing and Innovation. You know, it does seem a bit cooler than usual. <laughs> but the good thing about living in Spain is that even in winter, the sun continues to shine. That's good for a positive attitude, Paul. I agree. And perhaps for innovation, too. Without a doubt, Carrie. In fact, both Barcelona and our neighbor to the west, Lisbon, have become hotbeds of innovation in the past decade. So, it is fitting that we continue our new series on European innovators. Absolutely. As we mentioned in the last episode, we're kicking off Season 5 by dedicating these first five months to chats with entrepreneurs and visionaries from Europe. Only this time, it's going to be a bit different. In what way, Paul? I have a hunch. It might have something to do with our international agency network. Just something Caleb, our new intern, let slip this morning. Is that so? I'll take note. I had sworn him to secrecy. Now that the proverbial cat's out of the bag, let us in on it. Who's our honorary European innovator? Well, there's not only one of them, but three. And it seems they're also bringing some international friends along for the ride. The following content is brought to you by the BV Innovation Lab. Voice services, AI, virtual reality, and neuromarketing are only a few of the ways we help you innovate in a safe space. To learn more, go to lab.bevirtual.com. That's lab.bevirtual.com. At the BV Innovation Lab, we bring you the future today. After all these years, Paul, if there's one thing I know about you, it's that you're certainly good for a surprise, or two. Who are these people? And will they all fit into the studio? Not to worry, Carrie. As they used to say in Star Trek, we have the technology. Oh, there you are, Caleb. Now, come on, don't confuse Carrie any further. Why don't you introduce yourself first, then tell them about your great idea for this episode. Hi, guys. I'm Caleb, and I'll be filling in for Henry during the next few months. George here already has me hard at work. You're most welcome here on the voice team, and off to a good start, I might add. Now, as you Americans say, spill the beans. What are you cooking up with Paul? It's easy to explain. When he told me how our agency co-founded Affinita in 2017 as a member of the Brave 10, I thought it was perfect. For what, exactly? And who are the Brave 10? Oh yeah, that's the nickname we gave ourselves back in March of 2017 when Barcelona Virtual, along with nine other independent European digital agencies, founded Affinita in Paris. Since that meeting, the network has grown to more than 20 offices on four continents. And so I suggested to Paul that we talk to some of those European innovators in this edition. Especially now that Affinita is celebrating its sixth anniversary to discover if the network truly lives up to its slogan. And that would be... Local everywhere. At Affinita, we are local everywhere. Na Affinita, somos locais em todos os lugares. Mit Affinita, sind wir einfach überall. Ad Affinità siamo locali ovunque. Po Affinità e di locali overalt. In Affinità, somos locales in todas partes. 
Chez Affinita, nous sommes locaux, partout. At Affinita, we are local everywhere. A very nice slogan indeed. Yet how does it translate into innovation, given day-to-day -day realities? That's actually a great segue into the micro-chats we're about to have, George, with some of our agency leaders from around the world. In addition to hearing from Affinita Voices in Europe, we'll also speak to agencies in North America and Asia. So, Caleb, where are we going first? Portugal. We'll be talking with Pedro Patricio at East Atlantic Engineering in Lisbon. Kerry, over to you. Grand. Yes, Pedro, my question is, how can an outside brand connect with Portuguese consumers and really seem local? Is music important? Or perhaps humor? Portugal is a mix between European, African, Asiatic and Brazilian cultures. Due to that, we learn to accept and play with cultural differences and with our own contradictions. We don't like conflict, so any brand that wants to connect with the Portuguese should avoid aggressive communication strategies. We also love music and strong rhythms and smiling faces of every color. One final advice, make sure to communicate with us in Portuguese instead of Brazilian Portuguese. Surprisingly, Portugal's Portuguese and Brazilian Portuguese are not the same thing, guys. Thank you. Valuable local advice, Kerry? Oh, most certainly. What's our next destination? I don't want to make anyone dizzy, but how about China? Let's shake things up a bit. China it is. We have a similar question for Jessica Miao, an amazing multi-market entrepreneur and founder of United Media Solutions in Shanghai. Jess, if a European company wants to be local in China, what is the most important thing they should do? The most important advice I'll give to a European brand in China is to understand the market. The China market is very diverse and very segmented. When a brand starts to think about building their brand presence and localized digital marketing activities for the China market, we got to understand China's got a population of 1.4 billion. It's massive. Not just mention the population of Beijing, Shanghai, or Shenzhen. A normal city could easily have a population with a number over 5 million or 10 million. Wow, such a huge market. And how important are regional differences? Just as different regions in Europe have own uniqueness and cultural differences, each province in China has its own distinct cultures, beliefs, values, and features. So before we start to engage with those markets, we need to understand them. Oh, by the way, when we start to engage with China, we need to remember, in China, digital comes first. You know, Paul, we've talked about innovation many times with some of the Affinitor agencies, and it's always been interesting, of course. Yet this simple exercise today is truly showing me the value of the local knowledge our network offers. Brilliant. George, I'm very happy to hear you say that, because it's the honest truth. That's why I'm a true believer in Affinita. Now, six years on, it's very common for us to experience amazing teamwork across continents, cultures, and time zones. Yet I never take it for granted. The network brings us real value, both professionally and personally, each and every day. So where would you like to go next? Well, since it's just a hop over to Seattle from Asia, let's visit one of our American offices there. 
Caleb, to whom will we be speaking? Afinita Seattle is a great choice, though the Northerners sure do talk funny. But, joking aside, we're connecting with Gary Hurley, founder of Creative Media Alliance. What's your question, George? I'd be keen on understanding the most important issues, or technologies, for consumers right now in the United States. According to Gary's experience. Spot on, George, and very relevant right now. Gary, over to you. As we listen to our customers, one of the areas that we focus on a lot since the pandemic has been uh, new new lifestyle cues, new lifestyle activities uh, that we're all, uh, you know, that we've changed our lifestyles since the pandemic. And so reaching people through connected TV, that's a big, uh, that's a big change, especially here in the U.S., uh, 2023 and 2024 marks the eclipse of connected TV uh, starting to overtake uh, cable, all those cable cutters. And so, yeah, reaching audiences through connected TV, primarily through programmatic media, uh, has been a big topic with our clients. Yari, George here in Barcelona. It seems to me that podcasting is now quite major in the States. Am I right? Also, uh, being active with uh, podcast materials, uh, both podcast content, producing podcasts, but also uh, reaching audiences, listening to podcasts. So podcast advertising, again, something that uh, the team at Creative Media Alliance uh, achieves through programmatic media predominantly. And so, yeah, that's been a huge focus uh, in the U.S. You know, Caleb, since we're on the west coast of the USA, why don't we just boomerang back over to Asia to visit Joyce in Singapore? She always has interesting local insights as well. Sounds good. That will bring us to Mercury Creative, the Affinita agency there. Joyce O'Dwyer is director and co-founder. Does anyone have a particular question for her? Yes, I believe I do, if you don't mind. I once read that where one sits, at a business lunch, for example can be significant in Asia. So I'd like to know if there might be special rules to giving a successful sales presentation in Singapore. Singapore has a rich and diverse mix of cultures and races from Chinese to Malay, Indian to Eurasian and Peranakan. So having a deep understanding of the landscape is key to any successful business presentation in Singapore. It's a small city island where consumers are spoiled for choice and business competition is therefore high. So a one size fits all approach will not make the cut. A common misjudgment which brands actually make is to assume that you can apply global content one-to-one in market. Localization and dedicated campaigns are all the more key in convincing your audience of your market understanding. On the same note, do your homework on both the client and the client's target audience. Hi Joyce, Paul here. Uh, I've been wondering recently how important Chinese actually is in Singapore business. And in terms of practical sales tips, any uh, wisdom to give us here? Whilst English is the language of business, as well as being the most widely spoken language, some management and the respective clients may be more Chinese skewed. And in such cases, it is beneficial to have a Mandarin speaking colleague present during your presentation with considerations to be made in your creative and overall proposal. 
Lastly, keep the competitive edge with a fact-driven and visually compelling presentation with a well-structured offer. Singapore's DNA lies in trading and they love a good deal. So it's always good to build your offer in a modular manner instead of one big sum, which can be harder to digest. We certainly hope you are enjoying our own particular version of Around the World in a Matter of Minutes, <laughs> to paraphrase Jules Van. Now, as we come in for a landing, Caleb, I understand that we're going back to the old continent in this final segment. That's right, Paul. In these last two stops, we'll be visiting our Finita in Berlin. With the final stop in Paris. I'd like to talk to Kai. I admire the performance focus of his agency. And, by the way, Caleb, as a Star Trek fan, I think you'll like its name. Ahura. Cool. Kai Vermeer is the founder of Ahura and also responsible not only for Germany, but for the German-speaking markets of Austria and Switzerland as well. We're ready for your question, George. Prepared for warp factor, Captain. Kai, nice to talk to you. I'm a big Berlin fan. And since I know Germany well, I'd like to know how you think brands there should respond to the current economic and global challenges. Germany is still an important market in Europe. Nevertheless, um, the inflation, skills, labor shortage, energy war and the transformation to decarbonization of the industry are probably the rapid drivers of uncertainties in Germany. Brands, especially B2B brands, um, now have following tasks. I think most important, the gaining of the effectiveness of marketing through further advancing of the digitalization and automation is probably one of the most important parts, which includes the normalizing and generating of meaningful customer data. Guy, would you say that German consumers are increasingly sensitive to their customer experience or CX as we call it? Because it also seems to me that uh, recently company values are almost as important to them as product quality. I think the companies should reviewing the customer journey and optimizing their own CX strategies and tactics, which, by the way, also includes employer experiences. Um, I think the definition of brand values that are really supported by the actions of the companies are important um, to build up the trust. And maybe in addition, the prioritization of international and local market actions is certainly even um, also important point. The German market is truly evolving. For my part, I studied French back in the day, so I'd love to ask the final question, if I may. I think you've made a great choice, Carrie, because not only is France a leader in luxury, gastronomy, and fashion, but also the je ne sais quoi of the French spirit definitely makes them a challenge for many external brands. Do you mean to infer that the Netflix series, Emily in Paris, just might not be the best guide to being local everywhere in France? George, I hope you are being ironic. What do you think? We are fortunate to hear from Guillaume, who is the CEO and co-founder of La Concorde in Paris. I'm sure he will make everything très clair. My question for Guillaume goes along those lines. Is there a secret to getting French consumers really excited about a product? If you want the most French answer, that would be get a great story to tell and don't bullshit us. <laughs> the great story first. Um, the main road uh, is the product. What are the insights, the, the untold truth that the product tries to match? Or what situation uh, the production is trying to tackle? Um, 
with these uh, will create a new compelling story to tell and to see regarding the items that make a good story then um, I, I would say unguilty pleasure uh, don't harm people don't harm the planet and try at least to be um, a little useful I have a feeling that the French admire very unique stories. Uh, the story needs to be genuine. The story needs to be authentic. If not, well, you're going into the bullshit zone at the speed of light. Last thing, we don't respond well to several items. Um, global acceptance of the product. The worst way to say to a French to do something is by saying that everybody else does. It doesn't work. Success story of strong personality culture. We don't respond well on that too. Guillaume, I couldn't have said it better. Thank you. And I'd like our audience to know that you just heard from a leading French innovator. A note before we close, I'd like to draw your attention to the resources in our program notes for this episode, which is Season 5, Episode 2. Just go to our blog at blog.bevirtual.com and look in the podcast section. Thanks, Caleb. Also for your great idea for this edition. We hope you've all enjoyed and found useful our international trip today, gleaning insights and tips from our Affinita experts. Local everywhere. At Affinita, we are local everywhere. Bij Affinita zijn we overal lokaal. Via Affinita. نحن محليون في كل مكان. At Affinita, we are local everywhere. Remember to check out our other flash briefings in the podcast section of our blog. Many of the episodes include very interesting chats with European innovators and entrepreneurs. Till then, goodbye from Spain. This flash briefing is brought to you by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com. <laughs>